This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This is a very podcast. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you around the bend, but I'm sure it's crazy kids to work it out in the Hello and welcome to the Strange Bedfellows. Hello uh, and welcome to Strange Bedfellows. We don't count anymore. It's really disorienting. It, yeah, and now it's because we're in, we're live in studio this week, and it's the summer. I am in my element. It is the summer of Sandra. The summer of Sandra. Yes, the summer of. Sam D, the summer of Sundra. Yep. Uh, Samdra. Samdra, the summer of Sundra. Sundra. The um, summer of... Meatballs. Is just, it's not the summer of meatballs, but... Yeah. Hashtag meatballs. Hashtag meatballs. And um, there's a new one. Yeah. You folks will have to... You guys have to keep us honest. Yeah. Listeners, write in. Please tell us. It's important that we remember all this stuff. It's branding. It's for branding, for our content block. If you haven't been paying... If you've been living under a fucking rock... Yeah. Uh, we are doing everything Sandra this summer. Uh, after the smash hit success of Hugh Grant's Fernal Dance... We heard you. We heard your your cries. It was like a million voices crying out at yeah. once, and then silence. And then, then silence. Yeah, and we took that because it was so many voices. We couldn't tell what was being said. Yeah, uh, it sounded like a lot of distress. It sounded like someone was blowing up Alderaan, frankly, yep. in, in a way that was quite horrifying to countenance. Mentally, yeah. yeah, psychically. But we were like, maybe they want us to watch Sandra Bullock movies. Yeah, and in the absence of a different idea, that's what's happening. Yeah. So we're continuing on. Yeah. This is a, a sort of. Not a squeakquel, I would say. More like a sequel. It's a, it is a sequel, yeah. Direct sequel to um, Speed. Yeah, it's called Speed 2. Yep. <laughs> Cruise Control. <laughs> even, I'll say of Speed 2, even I hadn't watched it before. Yeah, nor had I. <laughs> I do remember it being a bit of a meme, though. Really? In the 90s. Do you remember that? It was sort of like, it was like a... They went for the like the obvious joke, you know. It's like the first one was a bus. What's the second one going to be a cruise ship? And then yeah. they do it, yeah. You know, like Jay Leno was eating that shit up. Nineteen ninety three. Should we do dramatis personae real quick about Speed Two? This is our hit segment. It's called Dramatis Personae, where we say who's in the movie. Lost um, Boys. 
Excuse me? Lost Boys. Lost Boys is in it? The guy from Michael from Lost Boys. You seen okay. Lost Boys? Vampires? Yeah. No. Oh. Lost Boys is in it. Okay. That's the boy. One of them. We should say, well, let folks down easy. I've got bad news. There's for two everyone. boys. Keanu's not in this one. No, but it was so very clearly written <laughs> for Keanu to, to to be in it. Do you think they had to hastily change? I think the the gym the the mental gymnastics they <laughs> leap, go through at the beginning of the movie when she's taking her driver's test. Yeah. To like explain away why Keanu Reeves, the LA like risk taking suicide squad, she calls him. Yeah. LA cop that she's dating. Yeah. Is not the risk-taking suicide squad cop that she was... It's a different one. Uh, ...hooked up with at the end of the last yeah. film. She yeah. sp- explains it to her driving director, uh, instructor. Your boyfriend drive like this? Oh, Alex? No. No, no, no. Alex is so completely different. He is. I mean, he works, he works at, you know, beach patrol. He spends all day on a bicycle in Venice. Yeah. At length. The uh, Here's on the other hand. Oh, it's, uh, Sandra Bullock's in it. Yeah, Sandra Bullock is in it. Um, she plays the exact same character from Speed One. Yes, Alice. I mean that as like a that wasn't like an insult to it, her performance. It, we are there are some some questions about in my mind about whether these are supposed to be the same people as they were. Well, as Sandra well, is supposed to be the same person she was from Speed, or whether there's a few scenes that make me think that. They're in a movie where the characters have seen Speed. Well, see, Speed <laughs> happened, right? That would be national news. That would be like, yeah, <laughs> you would hear about that. Like a bus, a terrorist put a bomb on a bus, and it like careened through L.A. That'd be world news. Yeah, everyone would be talking about it. Yeah, yeah. the most disturbing example of this. There's a deaf girl in the film. Yes, who's not made much of. No, she's sort of there to soften, I think, Lost Boys. It's yeah. a pretty, like, meat-heady, like, chiseled hunk. She's like a young girl. She's 15. Yeah. She has a crush on him. Yeah. Um, and and she's he speaks American Sign Language. On the boat. Well, we should say signs American there's a bomb sign on language. the boat. There is no bomb on the boat. There's no bomb on the boat. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's no bomb on the boat. Um, Willem, da- sorry, Daniel Defoe is in this. Yeah. I've um, been, yes. It's 18th century English poet. Right. Yes. Uh, writer. I'm mostly famous for Maul Flanders, of course, and Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Jack said to me the other day. <laughs> uh, I did. You know, Daniel Defoe from Spider-Man, <laughs> played Green Goblin in Spider-Man. I texted you a picture of the screen with him having leeches on I it. couldn't really make out who it was. <laughs> and I said, look, Daniel Defoe is having leeches applied. Apparently, that's not it Helps get name. the copper out of his yep. blood. Um, UB40 is in this. With UB40, we be number one. Wow. Did they say that? Uh, Neil Diamond says that because he wrote the song Red Red Wine okay. and it hit number one because of okay. UB40. Neil, okay, so that's a Neil Diamond reference. He mm-hmm. said, with UB40, we be number one. Sorry, he says that on his like 1999 live album Okay, of like his classic hits. Who does he say it to? The audience. He's yelling out to the audience. He's singing his version of Red Red Wine. Okay. And and then at the end, it breaks into the UB40 reggae version of Everyone Red Red Wine. And he does a little bit of that, and he says, with UB40, we be number one. Wow. It's, and it kills. That I, it kills I will for find me. a clip. Yeah, well, okay. I hope so. I can't wait to hear it. Red Red Wine make me feel so good. Even 
Um, I'll, if you'll allow me just to finish this little detour. Yeah. There's deaf girl. Not much is made of her. She has a crush on man. Yeah. And they have to rescue her, and they kind of do quite smoothly. It's like not really yeah, a problem. Yeah, not an issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but during the course of the rescue, she turns to man, and she signs to him that she's like, I need you to know that I'm in love with you, and I'm about to turn 15. Yeah. In case anything happens to us, you want me to know that you, you love me? And that you're going to be 15 next month. And he says to her, this is at the one hour and four minute mark. Relationships based on extreme circumstances, they rarely work out. It was going to be like this franchise's I have a bad feeling about this. It's a quote from Speed. I have to warn you. I've heard relationships based on intense experiences never work. Okay. We'll have to base it on sex then. <laughs> yeah, it was gonna the, in the speed like universe yeah. of movies. Like, I have a bad feeling about this. Appears in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, this was gonna appear in like all like twelve canonical speed movies. Okay, you know? yeah, that the, they had planned. The, uh, but I'll just as we tease apart what's going on here. It's a quote from the movie Speed, which he did not experience the events of. Oh, <laughs> huh, and. I should also say, just given the context of who he's saying it to and the circumstances under which he is saying it, the next line from that quote famously is, so we'll just have to base it on sex then. Yeah. So it's kind of a pretty fucked up thing for him to say if he knows what he's quoting. Yeah. But also, why is he saying it? But why is he saying it? Yeah, Yeah, just sort of like stringing this like 14-year-old girl along really cruelly. Yeah, quoting something from the the famous movie Speed that they've all seen. His girlfriend said in a moment of trauma with her ex-boyfriend. Her (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Like, did she tell him about that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, honestly, as I was kind of, I was like, should I bring this up on the show? And then I was like, I guess it's possible that, like, you know, they've been dating for seven months. It's possible that she was like, he he wanted to know everything about what happened during the bus crash. And she was like, yeah, well, then, like, Keanu and I, like. Then I had a really good, like. like, Fell out of the bus and, like, fell on top of each other. And before he kissed me, he said relationships under duress don't work out. Yeah. I guess that's the conversation maybe they had. It seems odd. Anyway. Django Fett's in it. Django Fett is in the film. He plays the, um, well, eventual captain, but at first, first mate. Yes. Willem Dafoe mercs the captain. (laughs) Absolutely mercs him. Well, the boat mercs a lot of people. (laughs) The boat's the real summer of Samdra like killer in this one yes yeah the, so Sandra Bullock we for folks who have been listening along we're keeping a head count of how many people Sandra Bullock uh mercs in the course of the <laughs> movies that we're watching uh and th- so far the the count is something like nine or ten yeah it's up there but it's all been from the net I don't think she kills anyone in this I mean people mm, do die no yeah but I think not... we maybe gave her a half a point for being responsible for the death of the lady who blows up in speed yeah yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she could have done more. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. This so, one, I don't think Sandra herself, Sandra, um, has any. It's either Sandra like France or Sandra like France. Yeah, I don't think she had any kills, Mercs. Yeah, I don't think she like you know like put that little tally on her <laughs> forearm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but the boat killed a lot of people. And the movie is pretty merciless about when anyone falls off the deck. It just shows them getting sucked under to be yeah. chopped up by, by the propellers. <laughs> like it, it like focuses on it. And it happens several times. But the first person it happens to is the captain. Yeah. Um, he gets killed by... So Django Fett has to step up. Daniel Defoe, the 18th century British novelist. Yep. Uh, who... <laughs> Actually, here's what I think. Were we done with the um, Dramatis Personae? Oh, I think so. Toon Man's in it. Toon Man's in it. <laughs> we'll get to him later. We'll get to Toon Man. Uh, I thought that I could. Um, we could do a little light role play here. Ooh. Uh, to help people um, kind of understand. Folks, for folks who have seen Speed and uh, have not seen Speed 2 and want to know whether they should. Yeah. Uh, so, hello and welcome to the Speed 2 concepting meeting. Um, I guess we could give ourselves names. Yeah. Um, what year did Speed 2 come out? just want to put myself in a time and place. Los Angeles, comma. This is what the little ticker at the bottom of the screen says. Is it hands <laughs> over Los Angeles. Uh, it's 1997, LA. Not Los Angeles, 1997. We've got a director. Uh, that's me, uh, Jan DeBont. Jan DeBoat. Let's just call me Jan DeBoat. My name is... France agrees to freeze Nazi gold loot. That's quite a mouthful. Happened in 1997. Okay, you're looking up stuff that happened in 97. I don't remember that. Ooh, Hugo Banzar becomes the new president of Bolivia. Okay. So I could go with like Hugo, Hugo Banger. Okay, great. Perfect. Because he's B-A-N-Z-E-R. Perfect. And that'll be, be a, a topical reference. G-E-R. Okay, yeah. so Hugo Banger, uh, who's our director of script, and I'm Jan DeBoat, yep. uh, who's the director of the film. Uh, I thought what we'd do... Let's go around and say things that people like about speed, and then okay. then we'll go around and say a few things that are a big part of speed, but that we can kind of get rid of. Okay, and then we'll say Dennis some Hopper. stuff that we can add in a new movie that's new that yeah. people will like. Okay, so I'll start, I guess. Yeah, they. I think what people really gravitated to in Speed is that it's about a guy who is retired, but like is mad that his bosses didn't appreciate him. So we've got to keep that. It's about, yes, it's about Daniel Defoe. He, <laughs> sorry, no, yes. Yes. Who was it in the first one? Uh, Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. But we can lose Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Well, we did lose Dennis Hopper. Yeah, let's lo- we lost Dennis Hopper. His head came off in the first yeah. movie. We'll just, we'll get a British novelist from the 18th century, yeah. a famous one. Yeah. So we'll keep that. That seems important. Yeah. I just want that, that specific thing that he did a job for a long time. I and loved that. In retirement. It is I loved unhappy that. about the way he was treated and kind of cast aside. Can I say the obvious one, the elephant in the room? Yeah. Big vehicle. Yes. Can't slow down. Big vehicle that can't slow down. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Let's have that for sure. Bigger the better. Sandra Bullock. Sure. They're loving that. They yeah. love that stuff. Keanu maybe? Mm, Not I attached. Think... <laughs> Let's save Keanu for the next section. How about Toon Man? <laughs> Toon Man. <laughs> Gotta keep. Toon Man is the guy who uh, Keanu Reeves commandeers his Jaguar in Speed 1, and they sort of like have some like back and forth. Yeah. Um, and his license plate said Toon Man. Yeah, so what I'll say is, let's say that if we, so we were agreed we want to keep a big vehicle. Toon Man's got to be in it. So we'll have Toon Man and we'll do the same thing, where whatever kind of vehicle it is that the movie's about. Yeah. Dude Man is driving a smaller version the of that The smaller vehicle. version of it, yeah. Right? Yeah. They've got to keep that. And I think someone will have to commandeer it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I would say, I guess, they like that it's bombs, kind of? Um, yeah. Okay, so that's what we'll keep. Hostages. Okay, well, that's a lot. We've loaded our movie down, so we're going to have to jettison some dead weight. Okay. I hate. I know you said this in the first part. I hate to say it, but let's just, no bad ideas in a brainstorm. Yeah. Keanu. Gotta go? Gotta go. Too expensive. <laughs> just, we don't What's he doing him. in 97? He's just, a, he's just a handsome face. Keanu Reeves... 1997. Maybe he's working on The Matrix. The Devil's Advocate. He couldn't make it f- to this for the fucking Devil's Advocate. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, bomb on the bus. Let's get rid of that. Yeah. Don't you we think? We need something huge. Yeah. Bus is big. We need something <laughs> We need huge. something bigger. Elephant? The other thing I think that is not essential to speed that people don't care about at all, certainly nowhere near as much as they care about the idea that the villain is a disgruntled ex-employee. Yeah. I think that they are not attached in any way to the notion that, like, the thing will explode if it goes under a certain speed. Like, speed, I guess, is what you'd call it. The speed part of the th- of the movie they don't care about. Yeah. And then I was going to say, what if we add leeches? Leeches is good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Cut and print? Yep. Great. Thanks for joining me, Hugo Banger. You're welcome. Yonder boat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... Um, I've been monopolizing things, so we don't have to, but we could do syllogisms real fast if you want. Syllogisms? Yeah. No, let's do Girth Check. Okay, we'll do Girth Check. It's our hit segment. It's called Girth Check. Girth Check. It's where we say, how long, Dad Dong? We are passionless meat butchers (laughs) here to hang these big hunks of man meat up on hooks to examine them Clinically and critically. No, not critically. Subjectively. Uncritically. Yeah. Yeah. Objectively. Yeah. And we make no judgment. Yeah. 11 minute, 30 second mark. Mm -hmm. They are on the cruise. Yep. They have cruise fever. Yeah. Who doesn't? (laughs) Sandra says. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of looking around. He's sort of charmless and personalityless. He's awful in this movie. Can't really get any kind of read on him. I was reading a review that said that he's good in other things. He was good in Lost Boys. (laughs) Terrible. Just absolutely just a complete blank void in the film. Yep. Um, He sort of looks around the boat and says... Big enough for you? Okay. And then Sandra says... Size doesn't matter. You know that. And then they hit that joke like... Because in the spy world it's reversed. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) Um, so, so I guess he has like a, he's got a little dingle. Oh, well, I don't know. That's why well, I'm not here to like, what's a little compared to what Jack, you gotta be careful with your language when you're a bingus butcher. <laughs> I think he's just like either. It could be that he's so big. It doesn't matter that they can't have like penetrative sex. Okay. It doesn't yeah. matter. That could be possible. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like that's something that she does have to say to him a lot. Cause by saying, you know that. Yeah. It's implied that she's had to say it to him under a bunch of other different circumstances. Sure. Right. Which you would have to say if he's like, can we try penetrative sex? And he's like, no. Okay. Size matters. So we're, as Bingus Butchers, we're, our view is it's a big one. Well, I don't know. Yeah. We're going to need a bigger <laughs> boat. <laughs> no, they just get smaller and smaller boats. <laughs> yeah, they do. Eventually, they're just on jet skis. Yeah, that's true. The boats get smaller. Actually, the film. eventually they're just riding like a seaplane pontoon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you want to do your syllogisms? Yeah, syllogisms. I need your help with this. Okay. Uh, I got really wrapped around the axle for this. Okay, that happens in this movie. So, 
Almost happens in this movie. That's how they try to slow the boat down. Tell me if I've got this right. This is sort of philosophically quite confusing for me. It's a problem in logical philosophy. As I was watching this film, I said to myself, oh, this is just (laughs) what? You're looking it up. Yeah, I realized I had the word jizz a minute. Okay. (laughs) You got it? Yes. Yes. You know what a syllogism is? (sighs) Yes. It's an if A, then B type of scenario. We're reaching a conclusion. Yes. Yes. So this film, uh, first I said to myself, oh, this is Die Hard on a Boat. Kind of. It's Die Hard on a Boat. Sort of like Speed on a Boat. If you really boil it down to its kind of core. This is exactly my point. Yeah. This is exactly my point, but I'm going to make it even more complicated because it it really starts to bake your noodle. Yeah. Because there's already Die Hard on a Boat. It's Under Siege. Um, Under Siege is Die Hard on a Boat. Absolutely. There's There's even a scene where I think he has to like walk with his shoes off. Is it there? Or has to walk through like hot steam or something? I think there's a scene where he has to do like, like body horror to, to himself. To Die Hard? Yeah. Yeah. But Under Siege is famously Die Hard on a boat. So is this Under Siege on speed? This is – what other movies – what other like sort of um, hostage movies of the 90s were there? I mean there's a lot of Die Hard on things. This but could I'm, just be – this could be like Air Force One on a boat. I think this is way before Air Force One. Same year. Okay. Hear this me out. This could be Fargo on a boat. No, there's no hostages in Fargo. It's possible – that Under Siege is speed on a boat. Oh, when when did sp- speed come out? I don't know. I guess I'm not quite as hung up as you are on the dates of the films. Yeah, you <laughs> should be because it seems like that's the whole premise of the bit. But if Under Siege is speed on a boat, yeah, that means that Die Hard is speed. Yeah, okay, I buy it. You're comfortable with that? I don't. I'm not uncomfortable with it. Okay, Die Hard is speed. Yeah, and then everything I think slots into place. Yeah, and I think there's some like other dominoes later on. Yeah, in the '90s. Yeah, and before that are going to help us make sense of it. Yeah. Okay. Under Siege Two is Under Siege on a train. Under Siege Two is Under Siege on a train. That makes sense. What was the <laughs> one with um um John Travolta on a train or John Travolta broken on some arrow. kind of Broken Arrow? That's just an action movie. No, it's on a train. Th- sometimes. I think it's mostly on a it's train. It's not mostly on a train. I think it's mostly on a train. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. Just by the law of um, philosophical logic. Oh, we should watch this. Die Hard is speed. What? Broken Arrow. No, it's terrible. Looks good. It's not good. Sounds good. It's not. Christian Slater, John Travolta. Yeah. Look, I was so excited for Broken Arrow, I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah. And I was so disappointed. And that was at peak me liking this type of movie. Yeah. So it, it really just fails to deliver. Yeah. Should we say the rest of the plot? Yeah, please. I guess we haven't even said any of it. Uh, partially, there's not. They're on vacation. They, they didn't need, really they need a break. She she thinks it's this weird thing where like she has come to believe through I guess him lying to her that he is like a bike cop on Venice Beach who gets into no trouble. This is all in the opening sequence, right? When he's she's explaining it to the. Auto, it starts the with her taking driving her driving instructor. test, and I feel like they lean too hard into like. At the beginning of Speed, the reason she's on a bus is because she had her driver's license suspended. And so they're like pushing that joke. But it doesn't totally work because we've all seen her do a very good job. Yeah. An excellent job. Driving a bus. Driving a bus. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense that like the opening sequence is even her harder vehicle to drive. being very bad at driving a car, yeah. like astonishingly bad and crashing it. And she's, she says that her new boyfriend's a lot more down to earth. Her old boyfriend, Jack, was, yeah. a, was a hothead. Yeah, action was more in love with the job and the the adrenaline than with her. Yeah, um, and she settled down with a much nicer man. Yes. called Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. And he is a like a beat cop out in Venice Beach, like you know, 
kicking hippies off the beach. Yeah. On his bike. On his bike. But not. But not, because while this is happening, it's intercut with... SWAT team. Him careening down the street after an ice cream van. Yeah. Which has like a, I guess, a terrorist Bomb on the van. Yeah. (laughs) Bomb on a van. Yeah. And, oh, and that's, so they're, that, that, we got to get these pitchmen back in here. Yeah. Because they're like, let's fake them out. Yeah. (laughs) They think it's going to be bomb on an ice cream van. (laughs) And then we've gone down. It's actually a bigger vehicle. But it's just the cold open of the movie. (laughs) Because this one has one. And she discovers that he's in the, what she calls the suicide squad, which is the squad that Keanu was in. Yeah. The, like, guys who are front line. Yeah. And they need to go on vacation to, like, hash this out. Because clearly there's a miscommunication in their relationship. And they're going on a cruise. And that's what the movie's about. And that's what the movie's about. A couple who are deeply in love, finding one another and finding themselves again on a cruise. I was just going to say they should have called the movie after the vehicle. And then they would have much more latitude. If they called the cruise first ship. movie bus. Oh, yeah. Then you call this one boat and then you can do plane or uh, yeah, space helicopter station. or space station. Yeah. And then you don't have to, you're not married to the speed concept. into the atmosphere. That's good. Yeah. I guess gravity is. <gasps> <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I um, hope this means we get to watch gravity. I think contractually. Yeah. We have to watch a Summer of Sandra romance movie next. Okay. But I think we've found a squeak wool. Yeah. Which is that. Gravity is really just speed on a space station. That is just absolutely blowing my mind. Because the real enemy is the broken up pieces of the space station whipping back around the Earth, pulled by gravity. It like tears everything up. It kills. Well, I won't say. It could be the same character. Yeah, I don't see why not. All she, we know is that her. I think it's escalating the joke of the driver's license. Yeah, that's very funny. She goes to be an astronaut. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we'll figure out something to watch next, but then expect gravity because it yeah. sounds like gravity it's is an undeniable yeah. <laughs> sequel. That's good. Okay, so yeah, so that's and that's actually the whole movie that we get ten minutes where they're like we're in a relationship. We learn what happened to Jack at the two minute and thirty second mark. She says that um, he gave her pepper spray and she thought it was perfume. My last boyfriend Jack wasn't exactly the romantic type. Two years ago for my birthday. He gives me pepper spray. I think it's perfume. I end up in the emergency room. <laughs> uh-huh. Telling you, relationships based on extreme circumstances never work out. Right. Right? Uh, right. No. Ah. He was a little too hard-edged. Yeah. Yeah. So that didn't work out. Then she forgives him pretty quickly for being secretly on a SWAT team. Yeah. Actually, do you want to do, our, before we go to break, do you want to do a hashtag not swoon? Oh, for Lost Boys? Yeah. Yeah. This is the moment where I did not swoon yeah. in any way and did not find it as romantic as it was intended. But there's a setup where she's like, he's like, let's go on a cruise. And I'm sorry I lied about being on the SWAT team. Yeah. And then she's like, but I don't even know your badge number. And last night when you were basically blacked out, I was like, he's a cop. And you don't even know his cop number. My badge number? Badge number, see, badge number. I, I, don't, I don't even know what, it, what it's called. Well, what does my badge number have to do with anything? Well, the point is, is that if you look at it, I mean, we, we basically don't, don't even know each other. Oh, yeah. And then at the one hour and 19 minute mark, like after a lot of, you know, things explode. Yeah. They have a tender moment and he looks her deep in the eyes and he goes, 4296, 429J. <laughs> <laughs> 
4296-589J. I don't know what that is. What is that? It's my badge number. It's 4296-589J. Thank you. I'll be right back. <laughs> Sounds like a made-up badge number. She's too. like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> my... Hashtag not swoon yeah. was at the whatever minute. It's a visual scene because it's all American Sign Language. Yeah. He's chatting with the 14-year-old girl across the room, and the music kind of swells. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're supposed to believe that, like, he's, like, a charming and likable man. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's completely devoid of any emotion. There's nothing. Yeah. He's just faceless. Yeah. He doesn't even seem that handsome. I guess I'm, that's not for me to say. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean... This, the movie did not do well, critically or in the box office. So maybe he's not our leading man after all. And Daniel Defoe is just so ham in this movie. It's fucking he's crazy. He had, a, he had a really good time. Yeah. I was going to maybe suggest at the 25-minute, 20-second mark, it's another visual. But, like, he gets fired from his job designing the cruise, like, operation software. Yeah. Uh, for every major cruise line in the world. Yeah. So he's got, like, backdoor, like, hacker access. And he, they like, he got sick. Yeah, he got sick. He has copper in his blood. Yeah. And he cures it with leeches. leeches. Let it go. And you spend the rest of your days in some nice mental hospital. Sticking leeches to your ass. Oh, so you met my nurses. They cleaned the copper out of my blood. Doctors gave me a couple of years to live. Those blood suckers might give me a few more. Suck them all. I guess that's just to make them seem creepy. I almost said suck them off. Suck him dry. Um, <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Why is he? Oh, le- it could be a viral craze. Leeching. Leeching. It could be the first viral craze. 1997. Um, the internet's just starting. Let's put it about that there, it's a TikTok trend that kids are using leeches and oh. see if we can get it on Fox News. Yes. And let's it, do that. It's like from watching this movie. Inspired by Speed 2. Yeah. <laughs> All the, the kids have discovered Speed 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're le- it's called leeching. I bet we could do that. We could do that. Yeah. Let's try that. Let's try it. Baller of the week. Yep. Oh, no. We have to go to break. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and, um, you know, whatever. The world is our oyster. Yeah. This boat ain't going nowhere. No. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to... Do a whole bunch, like, just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is, like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet. So it's, like, stepping in a puddle or, like, sitting on a bench that's wet. That's us. Like, that's what we do. Share this with a friend, one like, one prayer. I will follow through on the like prayer stuff too. I will be praying all night 
I would use today's sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Um, of course, I can't. I am evil Tanner. I can only use the deep web. We do have a deep web version of BetterHelp.com. Um, it's called WorseHelp.com. It's not good, but I think BetterHelp.com is great from everything I've heard. Convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We've set the whole movie, right? The, um, they, the bus, the boat just won't stop. It will not stop. Mm-mm. It can't stop, won't stop. No. Even when it gets to shore, it keeps going. They try everything they have. They, like, roll out the playbook. Yeah. They try sticking a big wire in the propeller. Putting an anchor That's down. It. Yeah. It just won't stop. Yeah. Uh, um, that's the only thing they try. Yeah. Oh, they try to sink the boat. They do try that's, to. Yeah. That's the, the Lost Boys, Mr. Like LAPD Lost Boys, big idea is why don't we sink the boat? He doesn't do anything that's helpful. That'll slow the boat down. Yeah. They should have just evacuated. Um, and then Daniel Defoe is crazy. Yeah, he's nuts. He's And he plays it really well. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't watch golf. That's sort of the clue. Yeah, that's the clue early because on. Because he's a big golfer and he gets very frustrated about his golf gear. Yeah. And also, I'm surprised no one figured this out because the golf balls he brought were like this big. They're too big. They're and like the size of bumps. like a baseball. There's no bombs in the movie. No, it was um, sulfur gas grenades. Right. Or um, smoke grenades. There's no bomb on the boat, folks. Mm-hmm. It just can't stop. It just can't stop. He, he, repro- he hacks the iOS and reprograms it. So that it won't stop. Should we do our baller of the week and then our burn of the week? Baller of the week. Okay. Who's the baller this week, Tanner? At the 17 minute, 14 second mark, right after they're trying to humanize him by like having him do sign language with this 14 year old girl. Yeah. They're at the table with quite a couple of of pairs of couples. A couple of sisters. Mm -hmm. They're fun. Yeah. They're a little wacky. They pose with Daniel Defoe right after he murks the captain. Here, stand right here. Oh, hi. Look at the captain. Sweetheart, would you mind taking a picture with my sister and me? No, not at all. Oh, in the middle. Okay. <laughs> Say Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> nice tropical shower. Water's going to be beautiful tonight, ladies. By pushing him overboard and getting him sucked into the propellers. Yeah. And then there's a husband and his wife. Yeah. Who... She runs like a Weight Watchers or something. So they're, the reason they're all on this boat is that there's 
some kind of like jewel crafters conference, diamond cutters conference on the boat. Yeah. So they're all in this conference room having this like dinner. And I don't know why like Sandra and Lost Boys are allowed to be there also, but it's just, they're allowed to be there. Yeah. And all these models come out and like they show off all the diamonds that they're there to like, you know, appraise. And the husband of the couple says, Maybe we should get you a little something. But he's not the baller. No. His wife's the baller because she says, I'll take a camel unfiltered. <laughs> and he says, Honey, aren't you wearing the nicotine patch? And she says, The only way that patch is going to help me is if I roll it and smoke it. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It was a very like 90s, 97 joke too. 90s humor. Nicotine patch? Yeah. Or like nicotine gum? Very funny. Very good. I guess I didn't have a baller of the week, but I can tag myself in the film, which is kind of like that. Oh, yeah. I'm at the one hour and 20 minute mark. Another one of the couples. Yeah. uh, From this. I guess it's kind of like this is like a movieization of that David Foster Wallace essay, a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. He went on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's it. It's all couples who are all kind of annoying. But one of the ladies, and like the boat blows has blown up. The captain got sucked under the propellers. Yeah, a sweet, almost fifteen-year-old, almost do- drowned. Mm-hmm. And then she turns to her um, fiance and she says, "How could this happen on our honeymoon?" I know. <laughs> They're great. I really appreciate um, that. There, there's this odd thing where. He tries to, Dennis Hopper tries to evacuate the boat. Yeah. Um, but some people just don't make it off in time. Yeah. One of the lifeboats doesn't go, and some people are trapped under deck. And at one point, Sandra Bullock has to, it's a really, like, gruelingly long sequence yeah. where she and this guy called Andre, who's great, he's, like, the, the like, director of fun, and he's constantly, like, snapping photos and taking selfies every time he, like, bumps into the, uh, <laughs> Boss Boys and Sandra. Um, they're like on the below decks and they find like a room filled with people, including the couples. And they're all trapped in this room that's really small and has vents and the vents are all pouring smoke out. And they have to figure out a way to get the doors open. And it's this really long sequence where Sandra Bullock just finds a chainsaw (laughs) and just starts chainsawing through the door. Yeah. And then they save everybody, including that couple. Very cool. Why is there a chainsaw on a boat? Why is there a chainsaw on a boat? Seems like a weird place for a chainsaw. Multiple chainsaws. Maybe it's not Die Hard on a boat. Maybe it's Titanic on a boat. You know what it is? What? Chainsaw. Chainsaw Massacre. There's chainsaws, so it's like, you know, it's like woodsy. Yeah. You know? There's espionage and intrigue. Okay. There's FBI agents. Yeah. A criminal act of thievery. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo bongo. A plan that goes terribly awry for... for, um, one Daniel thing Defoe. after another, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is really reminding me of a, a simple, simple plan. plan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Sandra Bullock's in it. And Sandra Bullock's in yeah. it. Yeah. Not which she's not in a simple plan. No, but it would sort of be like, <laughs> you know. But it's a it's a big tip off that this is inspired by, and everything kind of has been so yeah. far. This is like a simple plan on a boat. I should say we did get two requests for Have a we? simple plan. <laughs> they felt pretty reluctant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they I don't want it to be under duress. Ironic, okay. But there were two requests for a simple plan, so that does mean that it's allowed for us to do it. Okay. Well, we found yet another at like, the end of the summer of song. I think it's sort of fair to say that this is simple plan on a boat. Yeah, <laughs> it's simple plan on a boat. That's it, and that solves the paradox, right? Where it doesn't make sense that Die Hard is speed because they're not. They're no. different movies. And it doesn't make sense that there's chainsaws on this boat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, should we do our bird of the week? Yeah. Um, great. Do you want me to start or do you want to start? Um, I have to look mine up, so why don't you start? Okay, I've got two. Okay. The first is from Rob. Remind me? I'm assuming it's Rob. Uh, it's just a post on Rob's Movie Vault. Oh, okay. And Rob says, Keanu Reeves may have made feeling Minnesota, but at least he had the sense to pass on this embarrassment. Oh, it's you took a burn from... I read a bunch of reviews of this film because I was yeah. pretty fascinated to know what the critical reception was. Uh, it's kind of a burn on Keanu and it's a burn on this film. Uh, my second burn is from Andy Klein. Who's that? The film reviewer from the New York Times in the 90s. And he says this. First, the good news. Unlike most action film sequels, Speed 2 Cruise Control is not a mere retread of the original. Now the bad news. Better it had been. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my burn, too. Yeah. That's like on. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Because there's not, I just looked at, I mean, while you were doing those, I was looking at Speed 2 Cruise Control best quotes. Yeah. There's not many. There's not many. Yeah, that is a better There's quote. not many best quotes, and there's no Burns. They see some genuinely, like, make some very strange choices of things to say in the film. Daniel Defoe at the 55-minute and 30-second mark says, Tell me, Alex, did you ever have a false sense of security? And it's like what's it's, he talking about? It's delivered like it's a burn, like it's like a is you it know, like, like a, related to is it contextually? I think clever. I, I think it's because he is a security analyst. Who is Daniel Defoe? No, like, he's like a systems analyst. A, he, yeah, he, but he, he like does the, like, security for boats. No, he's a software. He makes yeah, the software. So I don't for know boats. why we, he would say that. What does he say? Did you ever have a false sense of security? When does he say it? He's talking to Lost Boys. Through and the computer. He, I think after he's taken Sandra hostage or something. I don't know. He's uh, he is using tech that is... Yeah. I didn't know we could be doing in 1997. Yeah. Had I known that, I probably would have been looking up, like, naked picture Mary Jane Watson Spider-Man a lot sooner yeah. than I did, <laughs> which was, like, I don't know, 12. Soon as you could. Yeah. Soon as you could. <laughs> Anything else? Um, boat kills a ton of people. Yeah. It mows into a... Like whole Saint Martin, yeah. like harbor town. Yeah, people like it's the movie is established at this point that if you are in front of or next to the boat in the water while it's going by, you will get sucked under. Yeah. You will be chopped up by the propellers yeah. and you will die. Yeah, it's it has established it three or four times yeah. by now. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people, and then it just happens to like a bunch of innocent tourists. Like boating out in the harbor at St. Martin's. It's tough. They plow through a ton of boats. Yeah. And then the dock and then the city. And then there's still a half an hour of movie left. Tag yourself. I'm the guy who um, doesn't get out of the way on his sailboat. And he goes, hey, we have the right of way here. Oh, yeah. You probably got sucked under. Yeah. You're probably prop chop. I absolutely would say that. Tag yourself at like the one hour and 26 minute mark. I'm the guy who's like walking out of a 7-Eleven, like eating a <laughs> hot dog. Yeah. Up to my, like, Chevy, like, Breeze or whatever, <laughs> Sebring. Yeah. And the boat smashes into it, and I, like, drop the hot dog in my bag of groceries. Yeah, but the boat doesn't smash into it, but it's it, it the movie signals that it it, he's not saved. It stops just short of it, and then the anchor falls onto it. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. And, and you go, huh? 
Yep. Um, do you want to be better at this blurb before we get out of here? Yeah, please. Oh, we should say, just quickly. Okay. There is a half an hour of movie left after that. Yeah. Because Lost Boy has to go save Sandra. Yeah, who's been uh, hostage. Who's, who's still D- with Willem Dafoe yeah. on like a now and a seaplane. No, at no point during this film, at no point, unless I wasn't paying that close attention, so I might be wrong, but at no point does she say, this is crazy, I can't believe this is happening again. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No. She complains about her vacation being ruined initially. When the uh, when the engine initially like grinds yeah. to a halt yeah. and like everyone in the ballrooms like what's going on? Yeah. She's like keep dancing. Keep dancing. And then Tune Man is back. Tune Man is and back. And he really just like the last 30 minutes is all Tune Man. Yeah, it's great. Lost Boys takes his boat, and he's like a huge part of it. He's like right there. He's saving the day. He and gets he the says, jewels. I can't believe this is happening again. There's a lot of him being yeah. like, oh, he's like, I, I had to go to therapy. $100,000 worth of therapy because yeah. of you guys. Can I help you? I'm a cop. I need to borrow your boat. What? You've got to be kidding me. This is a joke, right? You're messing with my head. Come on, man. You've got to be kidding me. Can't you see I'm on a date? When he's out sure, LAPD, this is a matter of life and death. LAPD, I'm in the Caribbean, man. What are you doing here? Stop there, Maurice. You know how many hours of therapy I've had because of you guys? That shit's expensive. You drive. <laughs> but then he gets the jewels, and he finds yeah. them in international waters. Yeah, he implies. very funny. So he's allowed to just keep them. Yeah. Look what I found in international waters. <laughs> this really is paradise. Yeah, I think as it's far good as we for know, Tune Man. Yeah, Tune Man comes out looking better than anyone else in this film. And then Lost Boys asks Sandra if he wants to marry her. And oh, sorry, um, Willem Dafoe crashes a plane into the antenna of a tanker ship, and right. it explodes, explodes for no gratuitously and explodes the ship. Yeah, yeah. And you said while we were watching <laughs> it that they clearly had a tanker ship to explode. Yeah, and they just were worked backwards from there. I think that is the starting point of this film, is that is somebody called up uh, Jan de Boat, uh-huh. and they were like, hey, I've got this old tanker ship. You can blow it up if you want. Yeah, we got to blow it. And he was like, great, I'll write a movie backwards from there. Perfect. <laughs> um, and then he asks Sandra if she'll spend the next 50 years with him. I got something for you. You want to wear this for a while? How long were you thinking? 50 years. Yeah, which is weird, too. He gives her a ring, and he's like, will you marry me? And he says, like, do you want to wear this for a little while? And yeah. she says, how long? And he says, 50 years. Yeah. So He's going to die in his 70s, I guess. Yeah, he or knows. like... I expect to like, fit guy. divorce you and marry a much younger woman when I turn like 75. Yeah, I guess that would be it. Because <laughs> he's pretty ripped up. Yeah. He's probably going to be like a healthy yeah. older man. Yeah. This is our Smash It segment. Everybody loves it. It's called Blurb Babetterers. Yes. Blurb Babetterers. Uh, it's where we bettered the blurb. The blurb for this film is on Hulu. It's available to watch for free on Hulu if you have yeah. Hulu folks. Yeah. So cue it up. I've it's, watched it. It's over two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> it's long. Yeah. And the blurb is as follows. Sandra Bullock, or Sandra Bullock, it actually doesn't say. Okay. Weird. 
Sandra Bullock and we should ja- clarify. Jason Patrick star as a young couple whose dream cruise turns to terror when a lunatic computer genius, Willem Dafoe, that's wrong, <laughs> sets a new course for destruction. I like sets a course for destruction. Ah, that's good. So let's start it that way. Well, well it's l- just like Yonder Boat. We're starting at this? the end and working backwards. Yeah, let's do what Yonder Boat did and um, take the good part of this yeah. and start with it. Okay. So set a course for destruction. Mm-hmm. Right? Love it. Colon. Sandra Bullock, and we'll she'd say how to pronounce her name. Sandra like France or Sandra like France? Sandra, Sandra like France. Bullock. Oh, I should write this down. Sorry. Set a course for destruction. Sandra as in France. Shall I just say Sandra as in France? Yeah. Great. Sandra as in France, Bullock. And then should I say from speed? Um, or you can say the summer of S- Sandra if you want to kind of like do a, a self promotion. Yeah. Mm, I would say from speed. Okay, from speed. We can just add hashtags at the end of this. Yeah, smart. Okay, so here's what we've got so- Set a course for destruction. Sandra, as in France, Bullock from speed. And Lost Boys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. From what's he from? He's in Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah. Lost Boys. That's all I recognized him from. And it wasn't even really me. Jamie had to remind me. So then they say star is a young couple. Can we dress that up a little bit? Um, star is a young couple. Um, come alive on the screen. Yeah. Bring this. Uh, set the screen on fire. Ooh. Yeah. With their. Or no. Should we say silver screen? Set the silver screen on fire. That's great. Scintillating silver screen, or is that too much? Melt the silver screen. Melt the silver screen. And, and then I'll just do parentheses, fire. Yeah. That's good. Melt the silver screen, parentheses. There's a fire. Fire. Um, What's the next one? Where do we go back? Star is a young couple so we, uh, whose dream cruise turns to terror. Um... I think Dream Cruise is a oxymoron. Is that the one where they have opposite meanings? Oh, yeah, because it's a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to do an oxymoron. Yeah, okay. So what's a good example of an oxymoron? Well, like saying the Dream Cruise. Yeah. Because a a cruise is a nightmare. Yeah. Do you want to do a David Foster Wallace reference? I feel not. No, I think that's nice. Class it up a little bit. Okay. I think, you know what? If we do a David Foster Wallace quote, yeah. or, or name his piece, um, it gives us sort of the gravitas to allow us to like maybe slip in something a little more blue or like a swear word later. Here's what I can do. Yeah. Here's what I've got it. So a, a famous example of an oxymoron is cover. Aw- awfully good. Sure. Yep. So melt the silver screen having an, an awfully, awfully good, good time they'll time. never have again. Yes. Oh, wow. That's good. That's bebettered. <laughs> now we've bebettered the blur. Yeah. Um, they'll never have again when, and so the next part for this is when a lunatic computer genius, Willem Dafoe. That seems fine, honestly. I love that sentence. <laughs> you like that? I would change it to Daniel Dafoe. Okay. I would say maybe just to, I don't know if everyone knows who wrote Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. So you could okay. say like... 18th century English writer who wrote Robinson okay. Crusoe. Okay, so and lunatic feels a little diminishing. 
Oh, and I guess it's like lychee? we don't really like say that lychee is good. Yeah, yeah. a lychee computer genius. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Defoe, uh, 18th century novelist, British novelist, author of Robinson Crusoe, and author of Robinson Crusoe and Mall Flanders. That's too much to get in there. That might be a British thing. I've never heard of Mall Flanders. Okay, it's a British thing to have heard of Mall Flanders. Yeah, capture that. <laughs> Um, I'll just say for the Brits. Yeah. Maul Flanders. And this one's for the Brits. Maul Flanders and then winky emoji. Yeah. Winky teacup. Great. Uh, parentheses. Well, I can't do parentheses. So I'm just going to do a winky emoji. You can't do parentheses, but you can do emojis? Yeah, because I'm already in a parenthesis, and I've already put an M dash inside the parenthesis. Okay, yeah. People uh, will get lost. Okay. Uh, so when a lychee computer genius... Um, so this says sets a new course for destruction, and now I'm seeing why they put it at the end, because we can't use that now. No. So we're a leaky computer genius. Could we say also sets a course for destruction? Um, yeah. Also sets a course of for destruction. Yeah. That's good. I think it sort of like bookends the statement a little yeah. bit, you know? But there is a little more we have to do. Yeah. Well, we, so it's like that extra book, like, leaning yeah. on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just hashtag Summer of Sandra. Hashtag. Summer of Sandra. Summer of Sandra. Summer of Samdra. Summer of Sundra. Hashtag meatballs. Hashtag. God, there was one more, wasn't there? There was one more that was relevant. Simple plan. Okay. Can I read this back to you? Please. Tell me if this feels bebettered. Okay. Set a course for destruction. Sandra, as in France, Bullock, from Speed, and Lost Boys, from Lost Boys, melt the silver screen, fire, having an awfully good time they'll never have again when a leechy computer genius, 18th century British novelist and author of Robinson Crusoe, and this one's for the Brits, Maul Flanders, Daniel Defoe. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of a mouthful. Do you feel like I got it? It's all in a parentheses, though, right? Yeah. So it's like you can read it or not. Yeah. Also sets a course for destruction. <laughs> hashtag Summer of Sandra. Hashtag Summer of Samdra. Hashtag Summer of Sundra. Hashtag Meatballs. Hashtag Simple Plan. Love it. Okay, that seems perfect. Yeah. Well, maybe you actually tag Simple Plan, the band, the like 2000 sort of like teen pop, punk pop band. So I'll say at simple plan yeah okay because if we can get them to like generate some heat on this (laughs) it could be huge for us yeah okay great um i think that's all the time we have for today the studio is booked with some other recording artists the bee's not here so it's not booked by the bee yeah okay yeah the bee we should uh, bee update yeah it's our hit segment bee update the bee has been very quiet this week so we think it's maybe not here (sighs) It's hard to tell. Yeah. You know, I don't know how, I don't know much about bees. I don't know how crafty they are. Yeah. That is all the time we have for today. I would like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. Uh, I would like to thank you, Jack, for taking this ride with me. Great. Yeah. But won't stop. But won't stop. Can't stop. I would like to thank everybody for listening to our show and uh, – tell you all that I do love and kiss you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to remind folks, got to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. It's getting hot in there. Um, yeah, it's getting hot in here, too. Yeah, yeah, it's getting hot <laughs> in, in vocal the studio, booth. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we're singing the descriptions. We're having a blast. Uh, please 
sign up for our Patreon. You must. And uh, Facebook group, Baby Nation on Facebook. All that remains is for me to say that this week we watched a film. The film we watched was called Speed 2, Cruise Control. I loved it. Yeah. No, it was bad. It was terrible. terrible. It has a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's Don't watch it. It's terrible. And it's so long. And it, it like has this weird, like, it can't get its tone right. Like, it starts off with this, like, weird farcical quality. They're playing all this, like, like beach music. Yeah, and, it's like, bizarre. UB40s in UB40's it. UB40s in it. Like, there's a bunch of, like, artists in it. Yeah. Like, there's sort of, like, a cruise ship And then we of, just like, never see them again. No. They maybe died. They went down with the ship just like Under Titanic. the propellers. <laughs> in the speed narrative universe... UB40 died under the boat. That's of, horrifying. In like St. Martin yeah. in like a terrorist attack. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Next week, well, so I'll tell you I'll tell you the list and then it sounds like there's only one real choice from the list. Yeah. I want to throw out a couple squeakquels. Simple plan, obviously. Now that's on the list. Two people have requested it. Thank you, I guess, yeah. for doing it. Yep. Other squeakquels, hackers, important. The net squeakquel. Yep. And Under Siege, which yep. is speed on a boat. Yep. And then we have Gravity, which is... Yeah. Gravity, speed which is speed in space. in space. Speed 2 in space. On the space yeah. station, yeah. So those are some squeak. Well, and Gravity also does have Sandra in it. Yeah. Well, and I think it's that's why it's speed 2 yeah. on a space station, because I think it's sort of the same character yeah. progressing like through her life and through different... Yeah. Loads of transportation. Then there's Bird Box, which is that speed in a boat too? Speed in a box. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I thought she's in a boat in that one. It's Maybe Bird in a Box, it's actually. Bird in a Box. Yeah. Then there's Bird Box, which is, of course, is Bird in a Box. Yep. And then here are two that kind of could fall loosely under the rubric of romance. Yeah. Um, I guess they're action romances. That's Demolition fun. Man. Ooh. What a movie. Yeah. And Miss Congeniality, too. She's in Miss Congeniality. Oh, we've already watched Miss Congeniality. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, when you said that, my mind popped into Miss Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Um, we can't find a romance movie with her in it. Miss Congeniality 2 is, a, is a, probably a romance. No, it's not. It's going to be a, a, a thriller. Okay, fine. If it, if it says action romance, we can do it. Okay, I'm going to look up Sandra Bullock romances because I kind of want to watch all those movies. Practical Magic, it says. Oh, is she a witch? Yeah. That's cool. That sounds fun. Paranormal. Let's see. Uh, sorry. Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous, is a 2005 American female buddy cop action comedy okay. film. All right. Fine. Forces of Nature. Never heard of that. Hope Floats. That sounds sad. Two Weeks Notice. We already, already watched. watched it. Practical Magic. I think Practical Magic is the answer. Yeah. There's also something called Love Potion Number 9. Yeah. I like I like Practical Magic. Okay, great. that feels right. Yeah, next week we're going to be watching Practical Magic. It claims it's a romance. Nicole Kidman sounds awesome. Yeah, this is going to be rad. Yeah, it's got witches. Nineteen ninety-eight. All right, folks, the summer of Sandra continues. Yeah, and but we have do have to go. Yeah, we gotta go. The People are waiting for the recording. Would like us to go. Okay, I would like to tell you that um, this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring, and I hope you find your speedily ever after. Good. We might be